Welcome back to the Bay Brothers Podcast. Bay Brothers Podcast. Buckle up for an action-packed show with some of the best content in the land. With your hosts, Jack and Andrew. Hello, everybody, and the Bay Brothers are back at it again. Today is Sunday, July 12th, and for today's episode, we got a packed show for you. We've uh, we've been gone for about a week, but we're back better than ever. We're starting you off with a soft tissue and tough cookie of, uh, of the entire week. We'll give you on our takes about what's good and bad in the world right now. Then we got um, our segment that we are continuing from the last time, which is uh, we're going, if you could be one person in from 2010 to 2019, who would you be? Then we got a recommendation quarter of podcasts, and we're closing you out with things to do at the lake. Pack show for you, and let's start it right now. Jack, why don't you start off with Tough Cookie? All right, for my Tough Cookie today, I'm going to go with uh, disposal cameras. I think these are trending right now. Um, like Polaroid cameras kind of came back in the last five, seven years ago. And it was oh, yeah, kind of they're, a, they're really like, artsy like yeah it was a lot, very, lot of high school girls like to you know post the the uh what's it called grainy grainy photos yeah so you know polaroids were kind of trendy i'd say um i had a few amazon gift cards so andrew if you look behind you i have four disposable cameras sitting oh that, that's um, like miss flaminio vibes coming right back I know. to me <laughs> yeah because i don't know I, I i like them it's more like cool than like trendy and i think also i like realized something you know let's say you're sitting in um a circle with your friends you know sitting whatever if i pull my phone and like take a picture it's it's kind of weird a little bit if you're unless you're like kind of a filmer kind of guy but if i just like pull my disposal camera it's like oh like a fun thing um a different way to kind of capture the moment you know you don't see it right away obviously so okay so i totally forgot how how you how do you do these so you uh like you take the picture and then do you have to bring it to like a walgreens to get them printed yeah, so each camera I have over there has 27 exposures or pictures, whatever you want to call it. Um, they're pretty exp- expensive, can you, actually. Can you, like, put stuff back in? Like, can you put new material so it can take more pictures or no? No, like, once it's once it's done, it's done. You just got to get a new camera. It's, like, $14 uh, per camera. So what was the motivation behind this? Um, well, it's – so I always kind of um, – not, like, a theory, but basically I just – I always don't like jumping on like trends and things like that. But so I kind of did the math in my head. I was like, all right, right now I don't think it's like too trendy yet where I'm kind of hopping the bandwagon. bandwagon. I'm kind of getting it before the climax. Or maybe you're the trendsetter. Maybe. But I wouldn't have to turn that off uh, to David Dober because he's the one who really started the uh, the trend of disposal cameras. Okay. Gotcha. Alrighty, um, tough cookie. I got two. Is it? Do you have one or two this week? I got one. Just one. Okay, I got two. Um, I'm gonna start off first. Tough cookie. My mom. She um, took a hard fall. She uh, broke her arm um, this week, but come back better than ever. And this is truly definition of tough cookie. Took it with a good attitude. She'll make the most of it. So um, shout out. She's a loyal listener. So shout out to her. Other tough cookie, um, I read the book Moneyball this week. One of the best books I've ever read. Very informative. Um, it's kind of one, like, I don't have this often, but I couldn't really take my eyes off the pages. I kind of just sat down with the book today, 
Um, I just like plowed through 150 pages. It was just such a such a good book, such a good read. Quick question about your reading skills. So <laughs> 150, like how many seconds per page, or like how long? It's did about it take a minute. About a minute per page. Okay, so that's that's very impressive, I guess. I don't know, like how many words per per page, but yeah, well done overall. Um, all right, for my soft tissue, I'm gonna go with pajamas here. Now let me explain. I do not recall anybody who wears pajamas unless you're very uh, very young child, like five six years old. I can see wearing the pajama pants yep, yep, or something yep. like that. It gets cold. Um, I still well, can do I, that I like in the, the winter. I think but... the pajamas are kind of warm. But I like I like wearing them in the winter. But I don't know. I just feel like it's like a lot of like clothing, a lot of cloth, like way too heavy. You oh get yeah, way too, way yeah, too way too sweaty. When you're, I can't sleep with that on for sure. Like all I can sleep with is a pair of shorts, pretty much. Yeah, like anybody who's got like the the pajama pants, they got the pajama top on. Like you see in like a movie or something. I feel like this like doesn't exist. It's anymore. more just like for Christmas catalogs. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Um, alrighty. Two soft tissues this week. First off, um, I burned the roof of my tongue yesterday. On uh, I was eating bacon, and that's that's a significant injury. Like it, it's just as bad as a floor burn or uh, like a hard scratch, and it really impacts you when you're eating stuff. Yeah, because for the next couple of days, then when you're eating, yep, it, it bothers you, down. you. Yeah, it's it's probably more significant than like a floor burn. Well, yeah, and you know, and you know it's coming. Um, if you check my Twitter, I've tw- tweeted about this in the past, but you know you're going to eat the food anyway, even though you're going to get the burn because you're so hungry, it doesn't matter. I know, exactly. It's It doesn't really feel that bad. My, at first, you're like, oh, but then you're like, yeah, it's yeah. fine. I totally agree. Like It doesn't like hurt you directly um, at that moment, yeah. but then like as time goes on, you kind of like, as you're eating and walking around, it's like, all right, this is going to affect me for the next couple of days. Yeah. All right, my other soft tissue, this is kind of a more important issue, I guess, but... Uh, some schools are getting shut down, and also um, a lot of colleges had to cut varsity sports um, from their repertoire of sports. So I know Dartmouth, um, some Ivy League schools cut varsity sports. Uh, Stanford had to cut 11 of their sports. And so just the repercussions of COVID and, um, you know, it's just one of those sad realities. Like, there's nothing really you can do about it. It's just there's only so much money that can go around. But the schools being closed, like high schools, grade schools, or not even going five full days a week, that is, that's a real bummer. And especially like, you know, I was in, I, I was bummed that we didn't get to have the rest of the, or, you know, the last few months of school last year. Um, but now like going into my senior year, like I'm kind of experiencing what you were experiencing. Like everything's going to be a last, like no, no last first day of school anymore, you know? Yeah. Or, I, told, you know, well, I guess there will be, but. Yeah. No, to piggyback off what you're saying there. Yeah, I mean, as a high school senior, it's it's a lot lot to handle right there and um you know the the risk that is involved there and for you to not experience those certain things it's, it's your time to be on top. It's your time to be alpha dog of the school. It's your time <laughs> to kind of to run the show, to be the capitan, el capitan <laughs> to to phrase me. Yeah, good point. Alrighty, so let's go to the era, our era thing. Um, all right, 2010 to 2019. Jack, who are you going to be? All right. Um, so I'm going to go with a YouTuber here, actually. I know Andrew is not very <laughs> much in the YouTube community. I don't know how many listeners out there are either, but um, I'm going to go with 
one of the top YouTubers of the decade. Probably, you could say he possibly won the decade. He's up there. <laughs> um, and that is uh, Casey Neistat, one of my biggest influencers in my life. Yeah, I'm looking at a quote from him right now on the um, wall. Yeah, That is true. <laughs> the most dangerous thing you can do in life is play it safe. One of his uh, many great quotes, um, you know, his his story, his uh all his ideas I really subscribe to um, throughout my time watching his vlog that took place in 2015 and 2016. A high school dropout with a kid at 17 years old defeats the odds, um, making millions off of YouTube, starting his own tech company, um, you know, sold to CNN, uh, a visionary, one could say, uh, one of the probably the hardest working person I've ever like not known personally, but seen working probably you know 20 hours a day. Only sleeping four hours, running 12 miles a day, doing countless Ironmans and marathons. Um, someone who I look up to <laughs> and really embodies the person I would love wow, to be. This person sounds incredible. Yes. Wait, so you, you, so you we had, so we had so we had a vlog 2015, 2016. Every single day. Does he still do YouTube? Yes. He he moved to California, moved to LA about a he year ago. The kid. Um, he still has the kid. He has two other uh, daughters as well. Married. Um, married. Um, yeah, so he had his girlfriend who they parted ways, you know, a long time ago, remarried or married, I guess, really, um, in 2013, but living a great life in LA, not as much YouTube anymore, kind of focused on family because you talk about a lot of withdrawals, I mean, that's time for another thing. If you want to, uh, watch Casey Neistat, please do. Um, he's a great watch. Alrighty. This one's kind of out of the box for me. I tried to avoid doing, um. A sports person. So, like, if I was really going to be basic, I would do, like, LeBron. He kind of dominated the decade. Yes. He won, like, three championships. Kind of, like, established his brand. Uh, one of the wealthiest people, you know, definitely in the athlete, you know, stratosphere. But just even in the world, he's probably going on to be a billionaire now. But I don't want to be basic. Um, I'm going to pick a non-athlete. I'm going to go Macklemore. I I haven't always been a huge fan of rap. It's kind of grown on me um, this past year, and I'm not a huge fan of like I don't even know what you call it. But um, Macklemore's rap is it's it's something different. You know, they've got great messages. Um, they can really pump you up. I think his 2012 album uh, with like Thrift Shop and Can't Hold Us. Which one is that? That's uh that's Can't Hold Us. Yeah, it's Can't Hold Us. Can't Hold Us. Um, one of the best albums of all time, I think. And just like being on a stage with those great songs. Uh, I know he won a couple of awards. He wrote a song about that, uh, Light Tunnels. You remember that song? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but his work with Ryan Lewis, just incredible. Um, like in his, the words in his songs are super like motivational and all I that. Don't, I and, don't think it's too far off to call him a lyrical genius, honestly. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Like it's like... Um, you know, I watched Hamilton. Did you watch Hamilton on Disney Plus? Yeah, on Disney Plus, only only live as of now, really. Yeah, but just like listening to those lyrics, like I was like, wow, that's brilliant. Like, not only do you get the message in there, but it also like makes sense, and it goes great with the rhythm, and it's super catchy, and it's it's musical genius. And I think the same thing can be applied for Macklemore. So I'm gonna go with him for uh, who I'd be in this era. I think he dominated it. I like this one too. Very good fashion, different kind of personality though. Which is, you know, he has a lot of different uh, phases of his life. You know, just being a kid from Seattle, not like a well-known city. Um, right. Kind of at the time as he was growing up. I mean, mm -hmm. now it's kind of um, boomed to be a well-known city. But Yeah, and he wrote I that mean, song about growing up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
Um, all right, now we're going to do our final four, of, as Andrew mentioned earlier, of things to do at a like. So, Andrew, go start with your first pick today. All righty. Um, all right, things to do at a lake. So we've done things to do at a beach. Um, have we done things to do at an ocean yet? We've done, like, people at the pool or, or lake. Yeah, we've done people at the pool, people at the beach, all that type of stuff. So we're just kind of continuing on with the summer vibes, um, giving you some good ideas what to do in Lake Michigan or whatever small lake you're venturing to. Maybe you're going to the land of, the th- of 10,000 lakes in Minnesota. Wisconsin's not far behind. they got tons of lakes. So um, here we go. I'll get the first first pick off today. And I'm going to go tubing. Um, did this yesterday at the lake. Um, it's just kind of a great feeling, honestly. Um, you kind of feel like weightless at some points when you're like in midair and uh, just like going super fast. Um, it's just one of those thrills in life that um, unless you're really doing it, you don't really you don't really know what it's like. Yeah, totally, 100%. Uh, tubing's up there kind of with like Roller coasters, water slides, that whole kind of skydiving uh, level yet or no? No, 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 no. But no, tubing <laughs> is great though. Even getting thrown off is amazing. Like yeah, just no, the oh, for sure, for sure. Like the water. Or like yesterday, like they first started, they went too fast, mm-hmm. and so my whole body wasn't out of the water. So, and my tube goes underwater, and I go along with it, and so for like five seconds, I'm like, oh my god, what do I do? I feel like I'm gonna drown. So, but then I just, you know, then you kind of come to your senses and yeah. stuff. But yeah. All right, for my first pick. I'm going to go with uh, jet skiing. I've only really done this once mm, in my it. lifetime. Um, I'd like to do it more. I mean, jet skis are very expensive, so it's not always available for the everyday uh, person at the lake. But jet skis, you know, great option on the lake. You can get, you can really fly on a jet ski. Yeah, for sure. Also, have you seen those videos where like someone's standing on the beach with like a football and then the jet skiers, like they're going by. And then they throw the football in midair, and they have to lead the jet skier, and then the jet skier catches it on his boat. I haven't seen that, but that'd have to be a, a really good throw because he's probably going um, really fast, twenty miles per yeah. hour, probably yeah. pushing. Oh, I would say faster than that, actually. Um, I mean, yeah, probably twenty-five. I don't, I don't think they go past that. Maybe. Okay, okay. All right, for my next pick, I'm gonna take kayaking. Uh, this is a personal favorite. Um. I think it's really relaxing. It can, it's one of the more, yeah, like super relaxing, uh, as I just said. Um, but I think you can really like see the beauty of the lake from a kayak. And also, um, it's just kind of a great way to like experience the lake, see what it's all about, get a little minor exercise in there if you want to call it, but, um, really, you know, fun to do for my, uh, next pick, I'm going to go with playing wiffle ball in the lake um this was also always a classic um really classic yes never done playing with football in the lake you know you have the hitter in right right the shoreline pretty much you know pitcher a few feet out you kind of run around the base somewhat it's kind of just like a uh, mosh podge with a ball but a lot of fun to play Alrighty, for my next pick i'm gonna go fishing i've only fished once in my lifetime it's something that I aspire to do a lot more of um, my, as my uncle says, the, the act of catching your own food really makes you more grateful for the food that you have. And it, it also makes it taste better. He's a big like hunter, loves to fish. And when you catch your own, um, you know, fish, I think that'll be like super rewarding. One of the life goals, I would love to catch some salmon as 
it is my favorite fish um, and one of the my favorite dinners to have uh, in the household. Um, I think that'd be a great goal for me. So I've never gone fish in my life, but yeah, I only went once. I wasn't that good. But why? Why when you get a fish do you throw it back? That's I'm, with you. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. I'm always okay. lost on that because like if you just get one fish out of the water, like there's uh, there must be some rule. I think there are rules. Like if it's not longer than if it's shorter than 12 inches or something, then uh, you got to throw it back. You're yeah, saying? or something around there. But I th- I I'm with you on that. It's kind of well, garbage. I mean. I don't think they can make any rules on that because obviously there's no one like, yeah, like patrolling the, the, the in your fish, boat. Who the, the fish police or like the fish social workers, like you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand that. I guess if people are thinking like I have nowhere to put this really, um, and I guess it's just kind of like the excitement of trying to get a fish, but it's kind of the same with thing with hunting. You're just kind of. Yeah, a lot of people. Well, like, okay. Like, Another thing about that is, I, I'll I'll play devil's advocate here. People, a lot of people like to do it just for the peacefulness of like being out in nature, going out early in the morning, seeing the sunset and just like uh, the act of, you know, it's really gratifying catching the fish, but then releasing it back in the water. Kind of same with hunting. Like my uncle said, you only, he only likes to shoot, um, you know, one buck, one deer a year and has to be a really good one for it to do it. But otherwise he just likes being in nature, seeing how the deer interact with each other and just sitting out there, peacefulness, your own thoughts, just completely quiet, which yeah, I, I can kind of see the like, appeal to. Yeah, I just don't understand the point of killing the deer when you're not going to use it for anything. No, 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 no. He doesn't. He only kills one deer, and, okay. and, and then he cultivates it and stuff. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, uh, we have was, one more. Pick. I think it's back. To yeah, yeah, me. back to okay. you. Um, I'm gonna do kind of a kind of a dual pick here with uh, jumping off the raft, as in, and also like. Um, jump contests. Oh, for sure, yeah. This is, it, this or is like devils, is, like when people jump off the rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is an all-time classic. Just it's going back to the the roots of any lake. What do you have to do if there? Well, you got like a ledge or something. Just jump off it. You kind of make gotta make stuff up out on the lake. I would totally agree. Um, okay. Question: Can you do flip? I cannot do a flip. Um, I someday aspire to do a flip. Well, I think you got to get on that soon because you're entering the prime years of your athletic I, I, ability. I'll get on some point. I'll, <laughs> I'll try my best. Um, yeah, but I think jumping off as that's all obviously super fun. I think it's super exhilarating. Um, we were in like a lake somewhere in Utah, and uh, there was like this high dive from like 35 feet, and we all jumped off it, and it, it was a thrill. Maybe not skydiving thrill, but but still good. I like that. Yeah. Game. All right, for my last pick, I'm going to go an open water swimming contest. So um, I, a lot of sw- there are a lot of uh, open water competitions in the summer, triathlons or just open water competitions, um, you know, especially for the distance swimmers. Um, I have yet to do this, but it's always, you know, I always hear about it at camps. Like my siblings always tell me there's always competitions for like who can swim the farthest, Um who can go like back and forth, you know, you know, the fastest or whatever. And it's always just kind of challenging of like defeating the lake going from, you know, one end to the other and back. And so I think, I think that's a cool part of the lake. So do you think if you went to like one of those camps, you just like dust everybody? Yeah. I mean, I think so because apparently there's this one camp, the camp that my siblings go to or went to. 
And if, if you want to complete, like there's this challenge where you swim from one end of the lake to the other and back or whatever. And if you want to, com- you know, do that challenge, it's like one day at, at the end of the six week camp or whatever. And you got to, you have to like train, uh, like every, you have to like train every day. <laughs> you have to like get up early in the morning mm-hmm. and you got to train so that they know that you can do it. But yeah, I, I think well, how long, like. If yeah, I don't know how long continuously. How long do you think you could last without then, with needing a break, then to actually like rest? Well, do I get like water and like a little food if I can do like? No, I'm just like what if I'm what if I'm swim like I'll swim I'll I'll swim backstroke and then with one arm and then my other hand like I got some fried chicken or something. I'm just saying you start swimming and you don't stop, no breaks or anything. No, no breaks, but can no they hand can they hand no food no no just, no, no food no water you're just by yourself out there. Okay, so hypothetically, probably like, at a really swimming a mile, place. yeah, swimming right. a mile in a lake for a long time probably take me 25, 30 minutes. Um, I'm thinking probably 12, 12 miles. 12 miles. And what's like your mile pace, do you think? Probably 30, 30 to 40. 30 to 40 minutes? Mm-hmm. So you're swimming for how long? What would that be? Do the math. Uh, Probably about hours. seven or eight hours. Wow. As impressive. I think, I think, yeah, I could, do, yeah, I think I could do that. How long do you think you could, you could like, run for, though? Because well, I, like I think, I think we could, well, okay, do you get water when you're running? Well, hypothetically, guess, in this situation, no, no. No, I guess no. not, no. If we're I think, gonna, I think we could go, I think we could go, like, 20 hours. 20 hours running? Yeah. I don't think you could. 16? 16, I mean, it's a long time, like, a marathon is, I mean, obviously a marathon is a, like, longer pace, but if you really stretch out a marathon, you could do, like, six hours. That's yeah. two marathons. Mm, I think we could do that. You think so? It'd be tough. I have to, I'd have to really think about that. Because, I I mean, I think, you know, you could easily run a marathon right like now. Like, if you're saying, okay, Jack, you got to go 16 hours, no water, no food. You got to run constantly, or else someone's going to end your life. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, that's like, the situation we're in. And I would say, like, like pace wise, like our soccer coach used to say, uh, like talking pace. If we go talking pace, which is about like fourteen minute miles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, I mean, you could one, one talk for you know each mile. But yeah, I guess I mean. Well, actually, hypothetically, we probably shouldn't talk so we could conserve our, um, like throats. Yeah, because actually, it's really hard to kind of talk and run at the same time. <laughs> um, I uh for my last pick. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna go with like diving catches. I don't know. I like I used to always like mm-hmm, go to like mm-hmm. Brown Deer Pond with some of my friends and like we just like throw a tennis ball, and just like do diving catches and do you feel good jumping into the water as you do it? All right, all right. Um, honorable mentions I have paddle boarding, which is just where you're standing up oh, or you're kneeling. Good. I like that one. Um, uh, is that it? Snorkeling. Snorkeling is my other one. Uh, you kinda, not really in a lake. but You kind of hinted at earlier with like cliff jumping, uh, handstand contests, somersault contests, synchronized swimming. Oh, nice. Done a, All right, done you, got, you are like creative that. there. Alrighty. Um, and now we're going to move on to our recommendation corner of the week, and that is podcasts. We'll start you off with Bay Brothers' recommendation. <laughs> we already listened to it. So, Jack, why don't you start off? All right, for mine, I'm going to go with a comedy podcast. This is called Views. Um, it's with uh, Jason Nash and David Dobrik, two YouTubers as well. Um, they started this in 2017. Very good. Um, just kind of talk about their 
their lives. There's no real plot to it. Um, you kind of have to know them a little bit to kind of understand what they're talking about. So I'm going with the comedy podcast for our first recommendation. Um, so are you, uh, are you like a big podcast listener? Yeah, I, I kind of like, I'm very selective. Like I have like kind of four in my rotation depending on season and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if college basketball or baseball's around, kind of depends on that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, like those like podcasts, I stay pretty kind of, um, sharp at that. But also one thing I do like to do a podcast, which if I like, like certain people, if it's athletes, if it's, uh, um, entertainers, you know, entertainer, yeah. influencer, I kind of find different podcasts that they're on just like interview podcasts Interviews, yeah, yeah, for and sure. just do a lot of those too as well. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I'm a huge podcast guy. Like, um, I'll listen to music when I'm in the car, um, sometimes or like doing homework and I, I get my fair share of music and I think, but Otherwise, I'm always listening to podcasts. If I'm cooking, doing yard work, doing chores, on walks, um, and podcasts have kind of dominated. Like they're the new thing, they're the new entertainment. Everyone's got a podcast now, it seems like. But um, one of my favorites is "How I Built This" by Guy Raz. Um, it kind of explores different companies and um, their genesis and how they kind of got the ground running. And they're mostly successful. They're all successful companies. And so um, they've gone through countless famous, very well-known companies. Um, and you just kind of see how they how they really got it going. What were their struggles? Um, what were their burns? And what they what adversity they had to deal with? And it's it's honestly kind of like rewarding because all almost all of these companies experience tremendous growing pains. And it's like gratifying in the end to know you know everyone like if even if they're super successful they all experience hardship but eventually like just because they kept at it they kept grinding they kept finding new ways they never gave up they eventually like got it done in the end and that's like what's really satisfying about it all and it's super informative too and that'll be it today for the bay brothers podcast this has been episode 127 and today or before i say what we're going to close with once again, you can email us at babers2018 at gmail.com. You can tweet us at Andrew Hall underscore two and at DC and Jack. All of that will be linked below. But for now, we're going to close with Tipsy by Jay Kwan. We'll see you next time. Ting drinking is very bad. Yo, I got a fake ID, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, two step with me, two step with me, one, then comes the two to the three to the four, everybody drunk out on the dance floor, baby girl ass jiggle like she want more, like she a groupie and I ain't even no tour, maybe cause she heard that I rhyme hardcore, or maybe cause she heard that I buy out the stores, bottom of the ninth and the nigga got a score, if not I gotta move on to the next whore, then comes the three to the two to the one, homeboy tripping, he don't know I got the gun, when they come to pop and we do shit for fun, you ain't got one nigga, you 